0: This is The Forefront, a Toronto Metropolitan University podcast that explores ideas for cities. I'm Amanda Capito. So here's the problem. Climate change is currently one of the biggest global issues. A recent poll by Abacus Data found that 81% of young Canadians are concerned about the threat of the climate crisis.
1: There's like this fear that really gets created around like what is going to be happening to the world around us.
0: This is Michelle Awan. She's 22 years old and lives in Toronto. Every year, it seems like there's a new record
1: being brought up of like, it's the hottest day ever in history. And each year we manage to break that record. And that's always been very concerning to me because I know that's not going to change unless there is some like impacts being made, not just on like a political level, but as well as with us as day-to-day people.
0: Michelle recently graduated from TMU with a Bachelor of Social Work and says she's dedicated to making the world a better place.
1: I've always been an advocate for a lot of issues that I know are impacting myself as a young person, but also my peers and in general, young people as a whole. I know that the climate crisis has definitely impacted me as well as the people that are around me. I know I have friends and family in BC who have been severely impacted by the forest fires that were taking place over the last summer, as well as here in Ontario, we saw severe heat waves. I've always been passionate about the climate crisis, especially because I know that it's going to impact my generation directly. It's our features that are at stake, because what we're really talking about is, is this world going to be livable for us to create futures for ourselves and where we can, you know, carry on going to school, find jobs and build lives for ourselves.
0: Enter Generation Climate, an initiative by TMU's Leadership Lab to start conversations on university campuses about the climate crisis. They have a goal to engage 270,000 young Canadians about the topic. Michelle canvassed for Generation Climate last year.
1: Canvassing really allows us to hear stories from young Ontarians who are from different backgrounds as well as walks of life. So we know that young people are more receptive to -to face-to-face conversations, and that's obviously what canvassing is. But these learnings that are coming from their peers are more important and more impactful for them. They're more likely to take action on things, and they're more likely to listen if it's coming from a source they trust, as opposed to politicians, ads, or solely from social media.
0: She was surprised to find that even when people's beliefs didn't necessarily line up with hers, they usually still stopped to listen.
1: So the great thing about this generation, I think, is our willingness to hear others out. In my experience, we would go up to just about anyone on campus and whether or not they agreed, at least engaged with us. And I think that's a step forward as opposed to someone just walking past and not really willing to make that conversation or hears out as to why we're even on campus on a random Wednesday having these conversations with people. But at the end of the day, you can't force someone to believe in something. All you can really do is educate them and give them the resources that they need and engage them in conversation more often than not, they would leave that conversation feeling a bit differently or at least being more open to the idea as opposed to being shut off as they were when they first entered into that conversation. And I think that's very powerful.
0: One day last fall, Michelle was working at a university campus when it started to hail she took it as an opportunity to illustrate her message.
1: It made for such an interesting point of conversation because when we came up to people and they didn't necessarily believe in climate change or that it wouldn't impact them, I think what was really important is we were just like, hey, look at the weather right now. Do you think this is normal? And they would just come to that conclusion on their own.
0: Michelle says she started learning about climate change about seven years ago. But climate activism is not new.
2: Well, I've been working on climate change uh, myself for about 15 years in various capacities. And, you know, the news has not gotten better.
0: That's Sabrina Bowman. She's the climate change lead at TMU's Leadership Lab.
2: But the, the cool thing is that the public awareness about climate change is, is massive. And, and the fact is, the conversations we were having 15 years ago were about whether or not climate change was real. Now the conversation is about what are the solutions we need to address climate change.
0: She's also seen the power of activism.
2: In my years working on this issue, I have had great privilege of working with a lot of younger folks who got activated on climate change and who have, you know, done things like school strikes. They have turned around their parents' opinion on climate change. They have pushed their institutions on climate change. Like, there is incredible leadership coming out of young climate activists. And they're really, I think, in a lot of ways, they're helping to drive the agenda on climate Um, And so it's really exciting for me to be able to help support them in that work.
0: For activists like Michelle and Sabrina, it can be really frustrating when people don't understand the urgency of the problem.
2: You know, it's like if you are standing in a field and there's, you know, there's an elephant charging towards you, you don't really jump out of the way, right? You're like, oh, this elephant's coming, I better go. But climate change is kind of like the elephant that is charging and then everyone's just kind of standing around. (sighs) Like, like sort of being like, oh, it's far away. Oh, it's getting a bit closer. Maybe I'll like step to the side a little bit. Somebody is like, I'm too afraid. I'm not going to do anything. Some people are like, the elephant's going to stomp on us anyway. So it doesn't matter. And, and why is it that so many people are in one of those categories rather than the one person who's like, Hey, we need to immediately get out of the way of this elephant that's coming towards us.
0: But Sabrina found it useful to compare people's attitudes about climate change to their attitudes about the COVID-19 pandemic.
2: When the pandemic happened, there was like immediate action, right? You know, people were like, this is an immediate threat. And I think, and part of the reason is, is that the threat was immediate and it was personal. Climate change doesn't feel immediate or personal to most people, even though it is. You know, if you live in BC and you were in the area of BC last year where there were massive forest fires that killed people and destroyed your town... For you, it's immediate and personal. But for most of us living in the city of Toronto, we're like, oh, it's really weird that there's all these intense storms all the time. And it's strange that the weather is so all over the place. And what's going on with that? But we don't see it right away. And so that's one of the reasons why climate change doesn't feel as urgent.
0: And that's really tough to overcome. But Sabrina thinks the key is to meet people where they're at
2: you know when you see the elephant charging towards you it's very natural to just be like everybody get out of the way of this elephant right like that's the first thing you would think you do but the thing is if they don't really see the elephant or they don't think that it's really charging or they're kind of like "Ah, it's probably just going to go in a different direction it's not relevant for them so how do we make sure that people understand that that you know this is relevant and again you know tied back to this idea of the benefits You know, how can this be beneficial in their lives? You know, I know climate change is important to me. I wake up and I think about it like, I like brush my teeth and I eat my breakfast, put my pants on and I think about climate change. This is like every day day for me, right? (laughs) But I know that I'm not the norm. I know this is not the same for everybody else. Some people are, you know, having their breakfast, brushing their teeth, putting on their pants and thinking about how they're gonna, you know, pay rent or or COVID or um, the economic crisis or inflation rates. Like, and those things are also important right? So there's going to be a lot of priorities for people. That's why I think that this is really important to understand in the context of all the things that people are dealing with, how do we also help them think about this?
0: On a more hopeful note, Michelle says that canvassing showed her that there are lots of young people who do feel the immediacy of the climate crisis.
1: So many young people that I had conversations with weren't just thinking, they didn't just have tunnel vision that, hey, this is what's happening in Ontario or this is what's happening in Canada. They were more concerned about people in developing countries or whether they had families back home. And they were talking about how the impacts we see here in Canada or that we see here in Ontario have increased a tenfold in developing countries. So... Whatever impacts we're being faced with, they're having it even worse, which is why we need to talk about the climate crisis right now. And we need people taking action on it. Yes, it starts with the everyday person, but it needs to be making its way up on every single level. So we're talking about as young people, as a population, as a whole, corporations, as well as our politicians, everyone needs to be making an effort for us to combat it together.
0: That's the most important thing for Michelle. Making sure people know that fighting climate change is about everyone playing their part, but not just with one-off little trendy things. I
1: think it's no secret that we, like, we are not alone going to single-handedly combat the climate crisis by opting to use metal straws, right, or use like really cute and quirky tote bags. But I think it's a start. We all have a role to play in fighting the climate crisis.
0: I mean, I do feel proud to have my little reusable Ziploc bags, but I get what she's saying. Packing my snacks in those bags isn't going to stop this elephant, so to say, from running at me. Michelle says when she's canvassing, she likes to ask people to make a pledge.
1: And for a lot of people, they'd be like, I don't know what to pledge, right? It's really hard to come up with something concrete as to what you can do single-handedly to combat the climate crisis. But the first thing we tell them is, combating misinformation is the most important because just like this conversation we're having with you and we're having this conversation about everything that's going on in the world and how we're going to be impacted there might be someone in your life who doesn't necessarily have that information so I think that's why it's so strong to and important to combat the spread of misinformation because if you stop it before it begins you help so so much more than like if no one knows what's going on.
0: Before we go, here's one final note from Sabrina on why TMU is the perfect headquarters for Generation Climate.
2: Because TMU is such a diverse place, you know, huge diversity at this school, I think a lot of people here have lived experience or families with lived experience with the impacts of climate change. And that makes it real and personal for them. So I think in a lot of ways, this is such a great place to do this work because we have so many people who, understand what the real consequences are of not acting on climate change because they've seen it either themselves or they've seen it with their families you know and and that is really powerful that's something that shouldn't be ignored because it's such
0: valuable knowledge and experience this podcast was created for alumni and friends by university advancement at toronto metropolitan university special thanks to our guests michelle awan and sabrina bowman This podcast was produced by me, Amanda Capito, and Emily Morantz. Michael Allen edited the episode. We are all proud grads of TMU. To learn more about Generation Climate and for more episodes of this podcast and others, visit torontomu.ca slash alumni slash podcasts.